So in the BBC's television program, The Race Across the World, contestants are invited to take part in this incredible journey. In the first series, the starting point for this journey is in London, and their destination is Singapore. And the challenge is to get from London to Singapore, but not using air travel. They have to use rail, sea, or road. Anyone is invited to apply to take part, uh, and you have to take part in teams of two. And you get all different types of combinations of uh, pairs. You get husbands and wives, you get fathers and sons, uh, mothers and daughters, friends and colleagues all taking part. So everyone, uh, the, the invitation to take part is extended to everyone, and anyone can apply to take part in this incredible journey. The prize at the end, well, it's a race. So you have to get from London to Singapore, and the first team to get to the final checkpoints, when in season one was at the top of the Marina Bay Hotel in Singapore, the first team to get there wins £20,000. And that is the prize at the end of their journey. Now, the starting point for their journey is London, the physical starting point. But I would actually suggest to you today that the starting point is actually making that decision to apply to accept the invitation to take part, and actually having the faith in yourself, in your teammates, that actually you could achieve this challenge, and that you might be able to make it to the end, and actually you stand a chance of winning the prize. So the first stage in this process is the invitation. Secondly, uh, the contestants are guided and equipped on their journey. They're not allowed their smartphones. Can you imagine life? without your smartphone. 50 days without your smartphone. Oh, my word. Uh, They are given maps to help them along their way. They're given a GPS signal thing so they know where their final checkpoints are. And they're given some spending money. Uh, And the money that they're given is the equivalent of the cost of an airfare from London to Singapore. So I believe that uh, uh, each pair is given around £2,500. But that's the uh, the only uh, money that they have available to them to spend. Uh, On the way, they're also given some local information so that if they're kind of running short of money and they need a little bit more, they can go and work for the day in different places along their route to earn some extra cash. So on their journey, they are guided and they are equipped uh, to take part in this incredible adventure. They're also uh, guided and equipped in the sense of having companionship. And it's really amazing to see how the relationships between the pairs develop over time. Sometimes they might have fallings out, but often they're there just supporting each other and encouraging each other and cheering each other on. So they're equipped through their companionship. So the teams are invited and they're guided and equipped. But they also face loads of challenges. So in the first season that we watched, you can imagine, can't you, from London to Singapore, the kind of things that they're going to encounter. Uh, They're on a train uh, traveling through Vietnam and there's a massive storm and they're delayed by 12 hours. Uh, They're on the last leg uh, into Singapore and the coach suddenly uh, breaks down and they have to wait for another one. You see people with suffering from sunstroke and this guy with his bad back and he has to go and find some fancy hotel and have a little swim in a swimming pool just just to ease his bad back. They're constantly facing lots of challenges. They run out of money, so they have to um, uh, go and find some kind of work and some kind of uh, way of uh, earning extra money to help them on their way. So they're challenged on the way. They have to face lots of challenges on their journey, lots of things to overcome. But they have to keep their eyes on the prize. 
this £20,000 that is waiting for them at the end. And that's often the thing that they keep coming back to when they're facing these challenges. Like, come on, we've got to keep going. We can do this. We can get first place. Imagine what we're going to do with this £20,000. And so at the very end of their journey, they are rewarded. Uh, and the team that comes in first are the first people to sign into that final checkpoint. And they have the joy of being their first place, beating everyone else. And they receive this incredible prize of £20,000. And you see them in the last episode uh, having a glass of champagne on top of the Marina Bay Hotel, in the infinity pool, looking out over the city and celebrating that they have won. And they have made it through this incredible journey. Well, I would suggest to you that that is a really good illustration of exactly what goes on in this passage in the Bible today. And we see here the journey of the Magi. And they too are invited, they are guided and equipped, they are challenged, and they are rewarded. So the Magi are invited, and they see the star, and we see this divine cosmic occurrence, and, and they're invited to go and find the new king of the Jews. And so they're invited to this incredible journey to go and encounter him, and to worship him, to honor him, and pay him their respects. Their starting point is somewhere in the, in, in the east. Some of the details are a little bit vague in the passage. Uh, and they take on this really long journey from the east to the west. They end up in Bethlehem via Jerusalem. And the prize that awaits them at the end is an encounter with the king of the Jews. And again, I would suggest to you that the starting point might be somewhere in the east. But actually, the starting point for them is to take up this invitation. To actually say, yeah, we're going to go and we're going to take this journey and we're going to go and find this king of the Jews. We've seen the star rise and they have the faith to take that step into that journey. They follow the star so that they can reach their final destination and claim the prize of encountering this newborn king. Also notice that these are magi from the east. And so already God is extending his invitation out across the nations for people to come to know Jesus, to worship him. We are all invited. It's really an important little detail, I believe, in the story. So the major are invited to come and encounter Jesus, but on their way they are guided and they are equipped. God provides the star that directs them along their path. They had no GPS. Maybe the stars were their GPS. I don't know if they had maps or not. They certainly didn't have smartphones. And they went on this incredible journey from east to west to uh, Jerusalem first and then guided uh, to Bethlehem. So they're guided by the star. And they're equipped. You can imagine all sorts of equipment they would have had to have to take on this journey in those days. We can only, again, the details aren't there in the story, but you can imagine, can't you? But again, they're equipped by their companionship. The Magi is in the plural. We don't know exactly how many there were of them. Uh, they're often depicted with, by three because of the three gifts that they brought. Uh, but they had the companionship to cheer each other on on their way, to keep them going when times got tough, to keep the eyes on the prize of, come on, let's go and find uh, the new king of the Jews. Let's go and follow that star. So they are invited on this journey to go and find the king of the Jews. They're guided and they're equipped and they have each other, the companionship to cheer each other along the way. 
I would have thought they would also have been challenged. There must have been challenges along the way. They're taken on this long journey. There must have been weather conditions. They must have had to find food and drink and shelter. Trains broke down in the, in, um, the race across the world. Their camel train, they might have had problems, right? One of the camels might have got sick. You just don't know what might have happened. You can imagine some of the challenges that they would have faced. They might have started bickering with each other and had different opinions on what route to take or what to do next. But also in our passage today, they're challenged by their encounter with Herod. Now, Herod's a little bit sly here. He keeps his uh, scheme to himself. But you notice that little detail that Herod is disturbed by the news of the coming of Jesus. And they don't know uh, what Herod's up to. And he asks them to come back to see him after they've found uh, Jesus for themselves. But he's got an ulterior motive. And so Herod sees Jesus as a threat, doesn't he? A threat to his own uh, kingly rule and a threat to his status and his authority in the region. But again, God intervenes. And we read at the end of the passage that God appears to them in a dream and tells them to go home by a different route, thus avoiding the threat of Herod. So the Magi would have been challenged. They they, uh, encountered challenges on their journey, but also they faced the challenge of King Herod and his his feeling of uh, disturbance and threat along the way. So they're invited on this journey by the star. They're guided and equipped along their way, all the way to Bethlehem. And they face challenges along their way, on their route. But they're ultimately rewarded when they get to Bethlehem and they find the, the house where Jesus is. And you notice their reaction. They are overjoyed. And they can but bow down and worship this new king. And again, I want you to notice this detail. That so often people come to Jesus expecting to get stuff from him. That's almost like their first motivation. I'll come to you, Jesus, if you sort out this or that. Or I'll come to you, Jesus, if what you think about this fits in with my worldview. But no, the major, I just come and they're just overjoyed just by the presence of Jesus and by having an encounter with the King of Kings. And they don't say to Jesus, they don't turn up and um, like, Jesus, what can we get from you? How are you going to reward us back? They actually just lay down their gifts and they worship him for being the king. I think that's really inspiring and really amazing. You can also imagine these magi turning up in Bethlehem. It just says that they found Jesus in a house. They're there to try and to find a king. I don't know about you, but I might have felt a bit disappointed. I've traveled all this way, following the star, trying to find the king of the Jews, and he's just in a house in Bethlehem. But that doesn't put them off. They're so full of joy, and they know who he is, that they can but worship him. And again, sometimes people, they hold their expectations of who Jesus is going to be and, and what he's going to be like, and they, they have, he has to match up to their expectations of him for them to worship him. And again, I find it really inspiring that that makes no difference to the Magi. They're in a house in Bethlehem, and still they bow down and worship him. They give him their gifts, and they're filled with joy. So just as the contestants in Race Across the World, the Magi are invited on a journey. They're guided and equipped along the way. They are challenged, but ultimately they are rewarded. They are rewarded with an encounter with Jesus. And I want to encourage us today with exactly that same framework. 
at the end of this year and at the start of another, I want to encourage us all again that we are all invited to a journey. Your starting point is just you where you are. And everyone is welcome. The invitation is extended to you all. No matter your age, no matter your gender, no matter your background, no matter your status, no matter your qualifications, no matter the mistakes that you think you've made in your life, you are all invited to take this journey. And the destination will ultimately... God invites you to take the journey to find eternity with him. Your destination is your eternal home where you're going to be with Jesus forever. So God invites every single one of you to come on this journey with him, starting right where you are, journeying with him every day to the destination of an encounter with Jesus that will go on forever. And the prize, the prize is eternal life. The prize is being with Jesus forever. The prize is being in that place where there's no more sorrow and no more sickness and no more struggle and no more darkness and be in that place of eternal joy and eternal worship. But I also want to suggest to you, just like the race across the world and the Magi, that starting point too is faith. When Jesus talks about eternal life in John chapter 6, he describes himself as the bread of life. And the people he's talking to say, well, what good works do we have to do to get this? And Jesus simply says, believe in the one that God has sent. That is the starting point, is faith. And so if you want to accept this invitation to this incredible journey that starts where you are and ends in eternal life with Jesus, you've got to take that step of faith to accept the invitation. And uh, take that step of faith to believe in who Jesus is. In what he's done for you. The Son of God sent from heaven to earth to show us how to live, to teach us how to be, to point us back to God, to die on the cross so that our sins might be forgiven and we might found salvation for our souls, to rise again uh, victorious over death so that death won't hold us, so that we can be raised with him on that final day, reigning forever so that we can be with him, sharing in his glory and being with him forever in eternity. That is where it starts receiving that invitation and putting that faith in Jesus, believing in who he is. And in John 6, Jesus goes on to say, this is my Father's will, that those who are mine will be raised up with me on the last day. What a promise. So you are all invited to this journey, every single one of you, and those around us, our family, our friends, our colleagues too, are invited to take on this journey with Jesus. And just like the race and the Magi, just like the race and the Magi, you will be guided and you will be equipped. We're not following a star in the sky, but we're following the light of the world. And 
we can know Jesus every single day of our lives. He says in his word that he promises to be with us always. He promises to be with us every single day. And we have the light of the Bible. We have the light of God's word. We have Jesus' teachings. We have his commands. We have his example to help us along the journey. We have God's promises to us that we can keep hold to uh, to help us along the way. We're equipped by the gift of the Holy Spirit, the presence of God giving to us to reveal God's truth to us, to help us to grow in knowledge and understanding of God. The Holy Spirit who works fruit in us so that we become more like Jesus and become more like the people that he wants us to be, people who, who shine his love and show his love into the world. He gives us his Holy Spirit so that we're gifted, so that we can build up and encourage each other. And we also have that companionship. Just as the Magi had each other, and just in the race they have uh, each other, we have each other too. And I want to encourage us again today that part of our guiding and equipping on our journey is each other. And so we need to make sure that we're using our God-given gifts to encourage and help each other, but also that we're there for each other, and we have a genuine love and compassion for one another to help us along the way. So we are guided and equipped. However, we will also be challenged. Life is going to throw up all sorts of disturbances, isn't it? And you might be going through some of those challenges right now. And you might have experienced lots of challenges uh, to your journey and to your faith over the years. Just as we uh, witness in that television program, can I encourage you to keep your eyes on the prize? Whatever comes your way, keep your eyes on the prize, the promise of that eternal life. Keep your eyes on that destination point where you're headed. Because all of those things that you're suffering with and you're struggling with will one day will be gone, will be dealt with. And you will be in that place with Jesus forever. So keep your eyes on the prize and keep going. And just as the Magi encountered Herod, who was disturbed and threatened by Jesus, we too are going to encounter that. We're going to encounter challenges to our faith. People don't believe what we think. People see Jesus as a threat or a disturbance to their own lives. Jesus always disturbs. You're going to have threats to your faith from different perspectives and different uh, views. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep hold of your faith that made you Take up that invitation in the first place, the belief in who Jesus is and what he's done for you, and keep your eyes on the prize that you will be with him forever. And then you will be rewarded. You will be rewarded with that eternal home, that place of never-ceasing worship, that place of uh, incredible joy, that place where you will live with Jesus forever. We've been invited, we'll be guided, we will be challenged, but ultimately we will be rewarded. So let me finish with a few words from Philippians chapter 3. I've just taken a few extracts that are relevant to this theme. Everything else is worthless compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. As I am made right with God through my faith in Christ, I now press on 
to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. I've not yet achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ, is calling us. We are citizens of heaven, and we will be with the Lord forever. Some of you already said yes to the invitation to journey with Jesus. Can I just encourage you to keep going and to keep your eyes on the prize? Some of you might be on that journey, but you've gone a bit like off course. Jesus, is the invitation still stands and he still is with you and he still loves you. And you can come back on course with him. Keep your eyes on the prize. Some of you have maybe never said yes to that invitation to journey with Jesus. Can I encourage you to consider that invitation today? To take that journey with Jesus every single day. And your prize at the end of your life will be to be with him forever. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your words. We thank you for the example of the Magi. They went on this incredible journey, and ultimately they went on it to worship you, King Jesus. For us who have accepted that invitation to the journey, I pray that you would help us to keep hold of you as you are keeping hold of us, and help us to keep our eyes on the prize of life forever with you. But there will be some here maybe who have veered off course, Lord, you are so full of grace and love and you welcome them back onto that path, that journey with you. Draw them back close to you again today, I pray. And there are those who maybe have never accepted that invitation from you, Father. Lord, would your spirit stir them to accepting that invitation from you today. To journey with you, Jesus, today and every day, knowing life in all its fullness with you knowing your unfailing love and holding on to that promise of eternity with you for themselves. Amen.